Hey, VV Nation. Well, you found our podcast on your favorite platform for podcasts. We know that you'll love the content, and hopefully it makes you better informed investors in the stock market. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. Just search for VectorVest, and remember, we do the work, you reap the rewards. ABV Nation, all of YouTube, what's going on? My name is Patrick France, Senior Instructor here at VectorVest, and today I've got a brand new video where we're going to be taking a look at the battle of the biggies in the banking industry. So we had some rosy comments coming out from JP Morgan Chase, which we'll take a look at here in a few moments, and that got me thinking, let's go ahead, put them to the test, do some unbiased analysis, and see which bank of the big boys really comes out on top. So if you're ready to see, let's go ahead, as always, smash that like button, subscribe if you're not already subscribed, and let's jump right into it here today. All right, welcome back, everybody. So before we jump into this article here, I just want to make sure we're perfectly clear. I don't own any banking stocks whatsoever in my portfolio. I have no skin in the game, either calls or puts. I'm not playing either of these. So this is a completely non-biased view of the bank stocks that we're going to be taking a look at. And we're going to be using the VectorVest analysis to help us get a true sense of which one is the best comparing apples to apples rather than apples to oranges. So starting off, taking a look at the article we found from Barron's, At the very top, it talks about JP Morgan, just gives a little background on them, talks about how the whole spider ETF of banking is up as a whole, uh, and then it really starts to get into what we like to call the meat and potatoes. So one of the comments that really sparked some of this um, blast off that we've seen in the banking comes from, once again, JP Morgan, and they lifted their 22 net interest income guidance to 56 billion up from previously forecasted 53 billion. Now, you know, 3 billion in terms of that big of a number may not seem like a lot, but with this market so beaten up, any good news is definitely being um, well-received in the market. And then they also said that they expect to benefit from high single-digit loan growth and rising interest rates. Now, if you follow any of the banking stocks, a rising interest rate typically isn't related to JP Morgan, or that's not really the first place you think of. Typically, Bank of America is more of that... uh, interest rate sensitive bank. So that's why we've seen Bank of America having a big pop here today as well, along with Wells Fargo. Now, as we scroll down, one of the other positive comments coming out from JP Morgan was that they also expect its return on tangible common equity, a measure of its profitability, to hit 17% this year. And that was something that they weren't sure of at the beginning of the year. So they're feeling more confident about their projections and where they're potentially heading throughout the rest of the year. Now, it does go into how, you know, sometimes a rise in interest rates could potentially hurt uh, big banks that, you know, are more focused on mortgages and loans because that could scare off potential people that were interested in getting that loan because the rates are so high and they're worried about paying them back. But JP Morgan doesn't see that as one of the uh, big risks currently in the market. And then just to briefly summarize what we see, I think it really sets the tone nicely here at the bottom. CEO Jamie Dimon said on Monday, strong economy, big storm clouds, referring to the economic risks. I'm calling them storm clouds because they're storm clouds that may dissipate. If it was a hurricane, I would tell you that. So basically, this really gives a, um, a quick summary of what they're saying is 
everything that we see in the news on a day-to-day basis has been driving the markets lower, whether it be the uh, global geopolitical tensions going on right now, uh, the rising inflation, the rising interest rates, any of that is really uh, more of, you know, on the horizon and could potentially go away or could be settled and therefore bring back the bull market that we've wanted to see. Um, And it's not quite really affecting the overall economy quite yet. So it's something we all need to be aware of, but they feel it's overblown currently and that, uh, you know, it's not really affecting business in the economy the way everybody's thinking it is and the way uh, mainstream media is really portraying it. So with that, Let's go ahead now, jump into the VectorVest software and start to do a rank analysis on the big banks and see who really wins the battle here today. So we'll go ahead, jump out of here. And as you can see, I've got Bank of America, JP Morgan Chase, Citigroup, and Wells Fargo. So the big four. Now, as always, what we're going to do is we're going to work our way from left to right. We'll start off with Bank of America first, and then we'll start to do the rank analysis and see which one wins each category. So the first category or the first uh, section we start off with is the company's name, the symbol, the exchange, which if you see an X in the exchange, it simply means it's optionable. Then you get the price, dollar change, percent price change, you know, the standard information you find pretty much anywhere. But then we come to the value. Now, the value is where we start to see the real benefits of VectorVest that you're not going to be able to find anywhere else. The value is what we currently feel the stock is worth. And the way we use the value is we compare the price of the stock to its value. So the VectorVest mantra, just to remind everyone, if you're brand new to the channel, is that we recommend to buy safe, undervalued stocks that are rising in price in the rising market. Well, if we look at it, all of these stocks are currently undervalued, except for JP Morgan. So JP Morgan is the one that you're paying a premium for currently. It doesn't mean it's necessarily a bad thing just because it's overvalued. It just means that you're not getting a deal. You're not getting a discount. You're paying more than what the stock should be worth currently. And then after the value, the next four indicators are all going to be cast on scales of zero to two. All you have to remember out there is above one is good and below one is bad. So the RV is looking at the long-term potential, stands for the relative value, and it's looking at the long-term potential over the next one to three years. So as we can see for Bank of America at 1.34, That shows that this has good long-term potential over the next one to three years. The next indicator is the RS or relative safety. This is looking at their consistency and their predictability of their financial performance. In essence, it's making sure the stock is consistently beating its earnings quarter over quarter, year over year. And the stocks that have that stronger fundamental performance have less risk associated with them. So therefore their RS ratings would be higher. The next indicator we're going to look at is RT or relative timing, which is looking at the short-term price trend of the stocks. So if they're above one, the short-term trend is up and below one, the short-term trend is down. Then these three indicators are comprised to come up with the VST standing for value, safety, and timing and giving you a great overall picture of the stocks on both a fundamental and a technical basis, all summarized in one, something you're not going to find anywhere else. And then after that, we then get the recommendation or rating column where we give a buy, hold, and sell rating on every single stock every single day. If you want to see these stocks and do this own rank analysis on your own and keep up with this going forward, make sure to click on the link in the description below and sign up for the trial today. So let's start off doing some rank analysis with them. As we already talked about, all these stocks are currently undervalued or meaning you're getting a discount form except for JP Morgan currently, which you are paying a little bit of a premium for. 
So let's go then and take a look which stock has the best long-term potential over the next one to three years. All we got to do is simply click on RV and we can see Wells Fargo comes up as the number one winner for long-term potential, followed by a close second with Bank of America. If we look at JP Morgan, they actually have the worst long-term potential over the next one to three years. So therefore, you know, while JP Morgan is doing well and yes, they see some positive signs on the horizon, there may be better options in the battle of the biggies here. Next, let's go take a look at safety. You know, how much risk is associated with these stocks compared to the average stock out there? So all we got to do is click on RS. We can see Bank of America comes in as the safest stock out of the four biggies of the banks, followed by JP Morgan coming in as number two. So, so far we have Wells Fargo taking a first with Bank of America taking a second for long-term potential. And then we have Bank of America taking first for safety with JP Morgan coming in as number two here. And now, one of the most important factors, is the stock making money right now? And that's where we look at RT. Once again, RT or relative timing is that short-term price trend. If it's above one, that indicates the short-term trend is up, below one, the short-term trend is down. Another way of looking at it is, if the RT is above one, the stock is in an uptrend, that means it's making you money if you're holding onto it right now. If the RT is below one and you're holding onto it, that means the stock is going down or you're losing money in the stock. So. Out of the big four, the only one that's currently in a short-term uptrend is Citigroup. While we are seeing a nice uh, rise in RT on JP Morgan and Bank of America, and even Wells Fargo here today, Citigroup is the only one, while it does have you know a little bit more risk associated with it, it is the only one that's in a short-term uptrend currently. So if you're a momentum trader or short-term trader out there, Citigroup is definitely going to be the number one spot. But then once again, when we sort it by VST, a combination of all three, we see Bank of America definitely gets that number one spot just based off the analysis currently. And as always, we will jump into the charts in just a moment. So just be patient with me, stick around. And if you haven't already hit that like button, go ahead and do so now. So once again, just to quickly summarize from a fundamental or analysis standpoint, Bank of America is definitely the best potential winner, followed by... Uh, Wells Fargo coming in with the longer potential. Then as the more riskier play, we have Citigroup and JP Morgan just kind of in that middle ground. Not the best, not the worst. More of that consistent, uh, you know, typical performer here. So all four of them definitely are looking positive. We, all, we do want to see that the RT does pick up above one for all of them before we'd ever jump on board with them uh, or jump on board specifically with that individual stock. Uh, but if you are looking for one to buy right now, if you really have an itchy buy finger right now, then Citigroup's definitely going to be that one you're looking for. All right, so now that's in, taking a look at the GRT, the forecasted earnings growth rate, shown as a percent per year over the next one to three years. As we can see, once again, Bank of America taking that number one spot with a growth rate or forecast earnings growth rate of about 20% a year. And then coming in as number two, Wells Fargo with a 25% uh forecasted earnings growth rate shown as a percent per year. So while Wells Fargo definitely has that slightly better uh, forecasted earnings growth rate, it does come with more risk, which is why Bank of America coming in slightly below that still, I would say is number one, because when you combine the two has less risk associated with it with a stronger RS and it has almost as good as forecasted earnings growth rate as Wells Fargo. So therefore Bank of America is still going to be that number one. But if you're looking for growth plays, 
then Wells Fargo is definitely going to be one you want to keep on your radar. All right, so now that we've broken down that analysis, let's go ahead, jump into the graphs and take a quick look at those as well. So we'll go ahead, graph all of them. All right, and there we go. So just let's quickly go over the graphs here. As always, we have the buy, hold, and sell ratings at the very top. Then we see the price shown in candlesticks with a 3 and 8 exponential moving average around price to indicate short-term direction. Then below there, MACD. And then below that, earnings per share. And then, as always, volume at the bottom. So once we've got that here, what we're looking at is a one-year time frame on these. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to take it out of the fill mode real quick so we can use our drawing tools here. And there's one main observation I noticed when I was going through these charts, looking at everything that we definitely want to be aware of and definitely point out for everybody. So that way you can uh, be more educated in your decision and know what to look for when looking for an entry on these. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use, we'll use a freehand line. We'll just go ahead and use that here today and then connect these highs from this recent sell off here. So as we can see, it's not an exact line. I could spend a little bit more time drawing them, but not going to. So that way it saves time here for today's video, saves you guys time. But the main key thing is we have this clear downtrend ever since about the beginning of March that all of these stocks have been in. So at Bank of America, for example, you can see that big push that we noticed here today has pushed us right up to that trend line here. Now, if you're waiting for an entry on these, if you saw that news and you're like, man, these stocks look good. I really like how they're beaten down. I like the fact that, you know, I am getting a little bit of a discount compared to historical prices. Uh, you know, I really want to wait. I really want to jump on board. I want to add a banking stock or two to my portfolio. Well, be patient because even though they are up here today, don't jump in just because you have that emotional happiness of seeing the stocks up big. So that makes you want to jump on board. Wait for a systematic plan or wait for some form of confirmation. As we always say here at VectorVest, one day doesn't make a trend. If we zoom in to, let's say, a three-month time frame to get a little bit closer price action information, we can see, yes, we are up against that downtrend. But just because we have touched that downtrend line doesn't mean that the stock is turning around. What we want to see is a breakout of that downtrend line. We also may want to see the three cross above the eight, which would indicate short-term momentum favoring the upside. If you look at the histogram on the MACD, that is in positive territory. So on a short-term basis, you are potentially seeing a new uptrend forming. But with it moving sideways, you could see a lot of whipsawing with that. So be careful. I'd primarily look at the three and the eight uh, for that directional guidance there. Or if we start to see the MACD um, really trending back up, then that could also be a good sign as well. Moving on to our next one, JP Morgan. Let's go ahead, zoom out to a six month and do the same thing. So connect these highs here. Now JP Morgan is a little bit different. So this one, while it is at that trend line, it broke above that trend line or downtrend line as of today, we need to wait for tomorrow to see if we get follow through or confirmation of that. What we're looking for is another day taking it away uh, from that trend line, showing that it's really starting to separate and explode out of that downtrend there. Now, one thing I will definitely say is we do have stronger volume relative to what it's been trading at, which is a good sign. As we always say, volume is conviction, and you are seeing conviction behind this move here today. 
Now, one key observation is you do notice a little bit of a drop in the earnings per share, but overall over the last six months, and even if we go to a one year, you still are higher over that one year basis. So that tells us the company is making money and continue or expected to continue to make money at least 12 months down the road. Also, I do like seeing this MACD starting to separate from uh, the signal line, indicating more upward momentum to the upside and the three and the eight turning positive. So while we do see some momentum changing here from down to up, as always, we want to wait for that confirmation. One day doesn't make a trend. Wait for that follow through day to come tomorrow and see if we get follow through on that one there. Taking a look at the next one, Citigroup. Let's go ahead, zoom back out, put on our trend lines. And Citigroup is an interesting one. As we talked about at the very beginning, Citigroup is the only one here that wasn't in a downtrend. The RT on this one was still above one. Well, we noticed it broke that downtrend line a while back, wrote it down, followed that trend line back down. You can see once we broke out, never got followed through, tried to break out, quick reversal to retest. But now the three and the eight are positive. You're seeing a nice up move here today. The MACD is positive. Earnings is the only thing to be aware of that is definitely giving some uh, negative signs here. But as we talked about, this is more of that momentum uh, or short-term trade. This isn't for that buy and hold investor. This is that opportunity. If you're um, short-term focused, you know, looking for some quick gains in and out, this is definitely going to be the stock you want to pay closer attention to. And then last but not least, taking a look at Wells Fargo. So Wells Fargo, similar situation we were noticing with the other big boys. Uh, you are in this steady downtrend. And coming up here today, you this big update that we've noticed has pushed us right to this downtrend line. So just like we were seeing with Bank of America, we want to wait and see if we can break out of this downtrend line on stronger volume, especially, and have followed through that next day. One day doesn't make a trend. Don't let your emotions take the best of you or get the best of your portfolio. That's what we do here at VectorVest. We help you focus on more of a systematic approach rather than emotional approach because probability and uh, historical data has shown us that a more systematic approach leads to better performance long-term. Now, with that being said, this is one that is a little bit more risky. You still have that sell rating. It's the only sell rating out of all four. So therefore, looking at the charts, if you're going off of it right now, City definitely taking that short-term winner for the time being. JP Morgan looks like it's breaking out, but you still got to wait for confirmation or follow through. And then Bank of America right up against that trend line, hit that hold territory, wait to see if we can actually break through that downtrend line. But Bank of America out of the top four would by far be the best overall winner here because one, you have the best uh, overall fundamentals and technicals currently. You have a pretty strong forecasted earnings growth rate. The company is still making money. With rising interest rates, Bank of America stands to gain the most out of the big four. And on top of that, you're right at that downtrend from a short-term basis so or downtrend line. So therefore, if we can break through that on stronger volume, that would give us the signs that banking stocks are getting ready to run. So hopefully you guys have enjoyed today's analysis. Let me know your thoughts on which one of the major four is your personal favorite. And let me know if there's something I missed. Um, you know, if there's anything I missed on any individual stocks, maybe some news I missed, I'd be glad to do an update here if you guys enjoyed today's video. So 
As always, let me know your thoughts or your uh, insights down in the comments below. So until next time, take care, adios, and toodles. for supporting our podcast and for being a part of VV Nation. Remember, you can always get a free stock analysis on your stocks. Simply go to vectorvest.com forward slash free. Type in your symbol, submit your email, and we will email your analysis.